welcome to the Say Yes to Holiness podcast. I'm Christina Simmons, and thanks for joining me today as I share food for the head, heart, hands, and feet to help us grow closer to God, become more like Jesus each and every day, encourages us on the road to holiness, and through friendship, helps each of us discover the life God created us for, a life full of purpose, peace, and abundance. Our food for the head this week comes from St. Boniface, in which he tells us, Can there be a more fitting pursuit in youth or a more valuable possession in old age than a knowledge of Holy Scripture? In the midst of storms, it will preserve you from the dangers of shipwreck and guide you to the shore of an enchanting paradise and the everlasting bliss of the angels. This week we begin a new liturgical year, and it's now Advent. And as I uh, am always struck by the reality of how beautiful and powerful the scripture readings are during this most holy season, and particularly we get to walk uh, alongside the prophet Isaiah and uh, the key figures of Advent as we'll continue through this journey will be St. John the Baptist and Mary, of course, and Joseph as we all are preparing to receive Jesus. And one of the things that St. Boniface encourages us to is the fact that, particularly in the midst of storms, Holy Scripture can preserve you and guide you. And I don't, I can't really think of a stronger storm in our world right now than the whole Christmas chaos and holiday season expectations and all the bye-bye-bye, you know, all the different things you have to do, um, all the expectations that are associated with the, quote, Christmas season, which in our world uh, now, unfortunately, we call the holiday season. And, you know, I mean, I still remember walking into Walmart um, back at the middle of October and they already were putting up all the Christmas stuff in the garden area and I was just very struck by that that our world is in such a rush uh, to get into the buying season and of course we have Black Friday sales and Cyber Monday sales and Small Business Saturday sales and uh, Tuesday giving and um, all those things are great in their own way, but the reality is is that it draws us away from what it is that we should be doing. And what we should be doing is prayerfully sitting with Holy Scripture to enter into this journey with the church, the universal church, um, and to really meditate upon the readings each day. And so one of the things that I try to do is I try to be much more attentive, uh, even though it is a part of my own practice to do the daily readings, but to really spend time meditating on those readings and really uh, embracing the Psalms. Uh, They are so beautiful. But Isaiah is our great guide in which he's painting for us the picture of the promises that God has made for his people, which includes us. And it's that opportunity for us to be able to walk more fully with the church, 
with the body of Christ during this liturgical season of preparation, of prayerful waiting. And that's where our food for the heart comes from, St. Augustine. And he tells us, prayer is greatly aided by fasting and watching and every kind of bodily chastisement. In this regard, each of you must do what you can. Thus, the weaker will not hold back the stronger, and the stronger will not press the weaker. You owe your conscience to God, but to no one else do you owe anything more except that you love one another. As I was saying about entering more deeply into the scriptures, the daily scriptures in particular during the season of Advent, Advent is that time of prayerful waiting. But I know that for me, I struggle to stay focused on my prayer, even though I strive to meditate on the scriptures of the day. I know that I get distracted because I have all these to-dos that are associated with our uh, season that the world is telling us we have to do. Got to put the Christmas decorations up. Got to get the Christmas lists, you know, taken care of. Got to get out the Christmas cards if you do that or uh, emails or uh, all the many different things. And of course, if you've got kids in school, you've got all those different other activities that are going on, you know, holiday programs. And, and then if you have sports or, you know, anything else that's going on. And even when you try to kind of carve out quiet time, it just tends to rev up faster and faster. And it really makes it difficult to make Advent the time of prayerful waiting. And so why am I sharing this quote by St. Augustine? Because he tells us prayer is greatly aided by fasting and watching and every kind of bodily chastisement. Now, Advent is not primarily a penitential season, but it is an opportunity for us to enter into penance. And it's a time when we can fast from particular things. I know uh, there's always these holiday gatherings and there's always these delicious treats and, you know, someone's always offering you, you know, eggnog or another drink or, you know, all the different things. And it's an opportunity for us to forego the extra drink or to forego the extra sweet. Um, I'm definitely a, a chocolate fan. But it's a way for us to remind ourselves that we are preparing our hearts and minds and souls for the coming of Jesus. And the other part is that fasting can help us deepen our prayer life. Because when we fast from particular things, then it makes us mindful that we truly need God more than we need the treat that might be in front of us, or more than we might need the little trinket or another Christmas ornament or whatever it is that we might be tempted to try and satisfy the deep longing that we have in our hearts, which is really for God. And Advent is that time for us to step back. So Advent can be that opportunity to be able to do a little bit of extra fasting here and there. And it doesn't have to be food or drink related. It could be you're going to fast from uh, TV. Or uh, we tend to, uh, there's a couple of different commercials that come on uh, during, during the holiday season. And what we tend to do is we tend to mute them and to turn and have conversation with one another instead. Uh, but to fast from the things that distract you 
from being able to prepare your heart and mind more fully for the coming of Jesus. And we're back. So before the break, I was talking about St. Augustine, and he was telling us that prayer can be greatly aided by fasting. But he also tells us that we owe nothing to anyone except that we love one another. And our food for the hands from St. John of the Cross continues to build upon this idea. And he tells us, the Lord measures our perfection, not by the number and greatness of the works we do for him, but by our manner of doing them. And this manner is only the love of God with which and for which we do them. They are more perfect as they are done with more pure and perfect love. And it's a beautiful way for us to enter into all of the activities of this Advent season. Yes, we can try and set aside a little bit of the chaos and the sense of all of what the world expects us to be about for the Christmas season. So we can still do Christmas decorations, but we can minimize them a little bit. We don't have to put everything out all at once. Uh, perhaps we could put the tree out uh, the first week of Advent and then slowly decorate it or maybe just leave it with just the lights on until just before Christmas and then decorate it together as a family and then celebrate the Christmas tree. But one of the things that we can do is that we can go about trying to do all things with love because that's the one thing that we owe one another. And if we're doing it for love of God, then the more that we do those things with a pure and perfect love for God, then the more perfect those actions become. And that's how God judges us. He measures our perfection of how well it is that we are becoming like Him, not by, as St. John tells us, the number and the greatness of the works we do, but by the manner of which we do them. St. Saint, uh, Saint Teresa of Calcutta, Mother Teresa, she also tells us this, is that God judges us by our love, by how it is that we love one another. And, you know, one of the great things that we can do during this Advent season is, how are we expressing our love for one another? And we often, the world tells us, often tells us to express our love by things, by buying things for people. But I challenge you this Advent that instead of uh, for your Christmas list that you write down a list of things, rather you go through and you think about what are ways that I might be able to uh, really enter more deeply into relationship with the people that I'm striving to get a gift for. And I'm not saying don't get a gift, but perhaps it's a different gift. Maybe instead of uh, giving someone a Christmas ornament, maybe what you do is that you give them a, uh, a gift card, maybe uh, to a local coffee shop. And you say, you know, this is free, you know, uh, this is for us to have coffee together um, in the new year. Or uh, for family, uh, the idea of, um, you know, 
family movie night and uh, and maybe what happens is is that in large families I know not everybody gets to uh, pick the movie that everybody watches so maybe it's this is your free movie you get to choose whatever movie and we all watch it with you um, or it's a board game night or it's one of a you know to go take a walk um, or to uh, go do a favorite activity that somebody enjoys together um, but think of different ways that you can express your love for someone and how is it that you express your love for someone will be more reflective of how much you are growing in perfection how much you're growing in virtue because love means to love the good of the other so whatever it is that truly brings someone else joy for us to do that with them and for them that's an expression of true, perfect, and pure love. So something to think about for this Advent season as we head towards Christmas. Finally, our food for the feet. The Lord manifests himself to those who stop for some time in peace and humility of heart. This is from St. Anthony of Padua. And he goes on to say, if you look in murky and turbulent waters, you cannot see the reflection of your face. If you want to see the face of Christ, stop, collect your thoughts in silence, and close the door of your soul to the noise of external things. So once again, going back to what I was saying about the hustle and bustle of the holidays and the fact that it can be especially distracting and overwhelming, but Advent is this perfect time for us to spend time in silence and in quiet recollection before our Lord. So I really encourage you to find those times of where you would be able to take time to be quiet and to really recollect yourself because then you'll be able to see the face of Christ. But you have to close the door of your soul to all the noise that's going on around us. Even though it might be beautiful Christmas music, I'm a huge fan of Christmas music, um, or it could be, you know, uh, at a, another party or anything else. But making sure that you're taking that time to spend in quiet recollection before our Lord so you can see his face and you can continue to grow in holiness. Because as St. Therese of Lisieux tells us, holiness consists simply in doing God's will and being just what God wants us to be. So it's not about twisting ourselves into a pretzel to be something that we're not, but rather to fully embrace who it is that God created us to be from the very beginning. Advent should be that time of peace and hope and joy and love. And if we truly are embracing the season, then God is going to transform us during it. And when we do that, when we say yes to his working in our hearts and minds and souls, then what happens is, is that he is able to prepare our hearts and minds fully to be able to receive the great gift that is his son at Christmas. So how might you take what it is that I've been talking about and apply it to your daily life. A couple of resolution suggestions for you are perhaps you 
in order to engage in the scripture readings of this Advent season is you resolve to spend at least 10 minutes each day reading and meditating upon those daily mass readings. Or we talked a little bit about fasting. Maybe you make a resolution to uh, spend five minutes uh, refraining from listening to a podcast or uh, as I suggested and talked about, you know, turning mute on when the commercials come on so that that way you're able to carve out some more silence. And that's a third one too, is that in order to get a little bit more silence in your life, maybe you go and you just stop by your local church and say hi to Jesus and the Blessed Sacrament and just spend five minutes with him. Or you look for an opportunity to go to adoration and spend some time in adoration. But whatever it is, make a resolution and stick to it in order to try and find more silence in your life, especially during this beautiful Advent season. I hope what I've shared today has helped nourish you for the journey, and I strongly encourage you to set a resolution and stick to it the best that you can so you can make this Advent season truly one of peace and hope and joy and love. And if you're interested in going a little bit deeper this Advent, I highly recommend my First Things First online course. I designed it specifically to help people make those practical adjustments in the midst of your daily life so that you can become more like Jesus by establishing the habits necessary to assist you in reducing anxiety and stress and bring about peace in your mind and heart and soul. So go and check out the First Things First course. You can get there by going to my sayyestoholiness.com website and then just click simply on online courses. As a special thank you for listening to my podcast, simply use the discount code podcast to get a substantial discount. again for spending your time with me today. And if you have any suggestions or topics for upcoming podcasts, please reach out to me either through my Facebook page at Say Yes to Holiness, through my website www.sayyestoholiness.com or send an email to me at christinasimmons at gmail.com. I truly look forward to hearing from you. Please know of my prayers for you and your families and for all of us who are walking on the journey together towards holiness. May we be given the courage necessary to say yes to doing whatever it takes so we may always tell the master of death, not today. Until next time, God bless.